Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 95, with Jerry Robin. Should have been 94 if we thought about it, because he runs number 194. But uh, anyways, number 95, Jerry Robin. Jerry's been absolutely killing it this year, uh, doing well, running up front, uh, running, uh, getting his best national finish ever at Southwick. Had a good Supercross season. Talked a lot about Jerry over the years, go, both good and bad. And I'm stoked to talk to him today about uh, what I think has been a good year for the kid. Uh, absolutely doing it as a total privateer out there in 250 uh, Nationals is not easy. He's doing a good job by it. Thanks to FXR Racing, uh, FXR designed by racers for racers. Uh, Pulpamex20 is the code to save at FXRRacing.com. As again, uh, you'll see the 2020 stuff that coming this weekend at Millville. Uh, big things are happening with the folks at FXR Racing. They support a lot of privateers, whether it's Josh Osby, uh, Phil Nicoletti up in Canada, or down, uh, down in the U.S. with Jerry Robin. And many more guys, uh, FXR Racing is uh, fine quality stuff that you should check out. And you can save using the code, so that's even better. Jerry Robin uses Race Tech suspension and motors on his KTM, and they, they, those guys have been a, a big part of the shows for a long time. They do a great job. Get your suspension oil changed, please. If you just still have the stock suspension oil in your bike, I want to reach through these speakers and punch you in the face. Seriously. Get the suspension oil service. Get your bushings and seals done. Pulp 19 is the code to save with that. So please look after your bike, and it'll look after you. Thanks to uh, Namira Technologies, hometown race for the boys this weekend at Namira in Minnesota. Their industry-leading top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend, no matter the budget. From pro guys to privateers, Namira has you and your wallet covered. Uh, they come with a full line of cast and forged pistons for every MX application you can think of. Namira.com at your local dealer. Uh, N-A-M-U-R-A.com. You can get the, in, uh, learn all about their innovative kits as well as their auto product lines all on their site. Maxxis Tires. Uh, privateer AJ Cantonzar running Maxxis, designed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, MXST. Out now. IT coming soon from the folks at Maxxis and great uh, mountain bike tires as well. I love their minions uh, that, that they have, and uh, they work really well on, on me, uh, intense taser for me. So thanks to Maxxis as well for supporting this show. And Skosh, skosh.com. Code PULP25 at checkout, S-C-O-S-C-H-E.com. They're a proud sponsor of the Rockstar Energy Husky team. Their products are inspired by a passion for cool vehicles, amazing sounds, great outdoors, travel, motorsports, horsepower, and voltage. Sounds good, right? Uh, I've got those little uh, boom speakers, um, boom bottle, they call. they got a magnet in them. Your phone can sit on them. They can sit anywhere you want with a magnet pad. Really cool. They sound amazing. And uh, they're like 100 bucks minus the discount. So I've actually got three of them in my house, and I purchased one without just one. I purchased one for the house um, because I wanted another one. I got one in the garage. I got one upstairs. And I wanted one downstairs. And so uh, they worked that good. I went and bought one. So thanks to the folks at Scosche for coming on board. They also given Jerry a little uh, 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 audio kit as well because they support privateers. So thanks to Scosche. Thanks to Namira. Thank you, Maxis. Most of all, thank you, Race Tech and FXR Racing. Here's Jerry Robin. And now, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 95, it's Jerry Robin. What's up, Jerry? How are you, man? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Nice to catch up with you. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, it's... It- when was my last time doing this? I think before the Supercross. I season. think before Soupy. Yeah, you did it, and it works yeah. out. It works out nice with Race Tech and FXR sponsoring yeah. the show, and then they're a huge part of your program. Yeah, it makes it easy. I mean, without those guys, I, I mean, I wouldn't have gear, obviously. Yeah, and I wouldn't have a good race bike. So. Yeah. Um. Hey, so you've been you've been doing well this year. It's been going well. Let's uh, 
Let's talk a little bit of uh, Millville coming up this weekend for you. Obviously, hometown race for you. What? What's your first memory of Millville? Like, how far back do you go with that place? Um, I started racing there when I was six. So, so what, year, what year would that have been? Uh, two, what is that? Oh, two thousand end of two thousand four. Oh, okay, all right. Something like that. Yep. So did so, you did you go to the national every year as a kid? Um, not every year. I don't know. It's it's usually a pretty expensive weekend. Yep. Um, I know we went majority of the years growing up. It was. I mean, I I know I went the first probably five years I raced. We went. Yeah. Yep. So did 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 you get a pit pass? Were you the kid running around everywhere? <laughs> not exactly. Um, I know a couple of years. Um. John Martin would like hook me up with a pass yep. to like go talk to the pros and stuff like that. So it was it was pretty fun. Like my my parents usually worked the pro weekend, mm-hmm. so like we could get passes. Okay. So uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand four were all years I was there as a mechanic working away under Yamaha's tent. So, oh really? Yeah. Who were you renting with? Uh, Red Dog, Tim Ferry. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> I my first year at Millville eighty eight. You know, I'm from Manitoba, not far from Minnesota, so Millville was our place to go every year. 1988 was my first year going to that race. So, wow. uh, it's obviously I, I've said this over and over. I I I, I mean, I'm biased because I've raced there a lot uh, on the pro day and at, as nationals and everything else. I really think it's the best track of the series. It's a little narrow in spots, but man, it's got the sand, it's got hills, it's got great dirt everywhere else. Uh, good start, like fast, scary, exciting start. I just I think it's the best best track of the series, Jerry. Yeah, I mean honestly, Milva's a good one. There's, I mean, you get every kind of terrain in one track, and makes for good passing. But like you did say, it is a little narrow. But as long as you're aggressive, you can make really good passes there. Yeah, but so you're with me on the narrowness of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely with you on the narrowness. But you you just have to learn how to like set it up right, mm-hmm. and it kind of opens up the track, right? So you so. raced there when you were six, 2004. I doubt you remember it much, but let's say 2008, 2009, I did feel like the sand whoops used to be bigger. Um, do you agree? Yeah. Honestly, man, like the sand I ride around here, Millville to me is like not sand at all. Right. But right. people think it's sandy. I don't. Like even the sand whoops I don't think are sandy. <laughs> right. But I don't know. There's like some really deep sand here where I'm from, like uh-huh. in Minnesota. Yep. So, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say that Millville's sandy to me. Yeah, yeah. And the but. whoops the whoops just used to be bigger. I mean, I know it sounds like an old man walking to school <laughs> uphill both ways. like, But I swear <laughs> they used to be bigger, man. And now they, they, you guys can kind of skim them. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like they're not really that big anymore. I know, like, in a couple of years ago, John, like, the river flooded, and he just flattened them with the dozer. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and he was just like, "It'll get rough eventually." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he just like left it every weekend, and they did local races, and he—I don't think he ever really touched them. Right now, so they kind of naturally came back. What What's your first memory of Millville as a little kid, like as a, of the Pro National? Do you is there a rider or somebody who talked to you or some some pass you saw in front of you or some massive crash or, or anything like? What do you remember from watching? Uh, it? I just like. The main one is probably Carmichael. Yeah. Oh, seven was pretty cool because it wasn't that his last national. Uh, I don't. Was it or his last one? It? Close to it. Yeah. Either know, that one or the last he, one. Yeah. Pretty sure he won it. Yep, he did. And yeah. they had like a 
like someone taking radar through the rollers. Uh huh. And he was going like fifty five or sixty through them or something stupid. Right. And he was just like checked out. And I remember watching that. And I was like, dude, that is insane. Because I was on. I think I just started riding sixty fives. Yep. And I was like, man, I can't believe someone hits those that fast. <laughs> so that's probably my like most like memorable. Right. How does moment. uh how's the nineteen eighty five CR handle around there, Jerry? <laughs> Actually, pretty good. Yeah. Um. So. Are you tired of talking about that by now? People gotta still bring that up to you. Oh, dude, it's like the only thing people like <laughs> talk about. Like, right? I get it. It's it is cool. Yeah. But like now, I feel like I've done well enough in certain areas that it's time to move on. <laughs> so I don't know. Right. Well, not. it was pretty good, Jerry. It was pretty cool to see you rip that thing and do that yeah. well on it and all of that. But I'm with you. Like, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while now. Everybody, we can talk about something else if you guys want. Yeah, it's been. Almost six years exactly. So. <laughs> um, hey, so uh, you had a good Southwick, uh, a good moto at Redbud, uh, running up near the top ten. Starting to get a little more comfy, huh? Starting to feel like you belong more up there. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'm, I feel like my skill level from like being on a privateer program, mm-hmm. I'm capable of top tens. It's just putting the last probably five to eight minutes together, right? So it, that's kind of – it's not really a fitness issue. I think it's more of like a belief issue in a way, It, if that makes sense. No, it does. Absolutely. No, it does. Um, Yeah, man, you ran, God, 10 or 12th at Redbud for a long time in that first moto. Yeah, and even Southwick, I think I ran 10th for like 27 minutes mm-hmm. or something like that. And then like the last four laps, Hayes, Sexton, someone else passed me. I don't know, but I think it was – Amart, mm-hmm. like I can't remember, but yeah. they, the last three laps, man, they like they like came at me like a truck. Was, <laughs> so I don't know. I just gotta like kind of figure out the last five to eight minutes and yep. really like believe that I'm a top ten guy. So yeah, it's uh, it's well, it's a crazy pace, right, from what you're used to, and so that wears you out more, you know. <clears throat> yeah, not not even necessarily. It's like because. I was always getting bad starts, uh-huh. so I'd, like, sprint to, like, 16th, 17th, and then I'd be so tired from, right. like, trying to get up there. But now starting up there, it's surprisingly, like, easier <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Because, like, you can kind of just, like, latch on to someone that's, you know, has gotten podiums before. Right. So. Yeah, just follow their uh, lines. Follow, get behind them. Follow their lines. Max yeah. your speed. And, you know, even some moments, I'm like, man, I could like, pass this guy. <laughs> you know. So, did you change something up in your starting technique the last little little bit? Did something? Why are you getting better starts? Because I have noticed that also. Um, <laughs> it's gonna sound kind of funny, but um, at WW Ranch, I got a really bad start first moto, and I just like looked at what Justin Cooper's mechanic was doing uh-huh. to his gate, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try it first try i got like eighth place start <laughs> and i was like okay and i've been doing that ever since and i've gotten top 10 starts i think pretty much every moto um that's all so, jerry but that's good yeah i know yeah. i mean it sucks to copy someone but i mean justin's good at starts yep so i mean it's just the way i i prep the gate now right and it totally changed everything but you haven't had a mechanic all the time have you uh no i've had to do it myself some some yeah, motos. Right. 
So, I mean, thankfully in Supercross, you have the metal grate, so you yeah. just pull in. Yeah. So, so outdoors has been tougher, but the last three, two or three rounds, I've had a mechanic. So right, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good that Race Tech too can make a motor, make your KTM as fast to, to pull those starts. That's awesome for those guys. You know, yeah, it's, it's good, good. good advertisement. I, mean, I think uh, Andrew was pretty pumped, so he's pretty happy with that. Right. So that's good to get good starts for those guys. Uh, Southwick uh, was your best national to date. Uh, Eleven points earned um, via what? A, what a, would that be? Uh, 15, 15, 17? Uh No, I did uh, fourteen seventeen. Fourteen seventeen. Um, yeah. I got to be honest. I would have thought that you would have had a better national uh, somewhere along the line than that, but I guess not consistently, right? Um, so that's awesome. Good job. I, I, when you told me that after the race, I was like, oh, wow, okay. I just would have assumed you would have had a race somewhere along the line just like that in outdoors, but I guess not. No, I haven't yet. And honestly, like, I was really planning on Mil- or Redbud being a really good one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, like the <laughs> first moto, when I was around the top 10 area, I was making a lot of mistakes. Like, I don't know if it was me not, like, jiving with the track completely. Like, mm-hmm. we've been riding a lot of sand, and Red Butt is sandy, but there's yep. also, like, really soft, ruddy stuff that I was, like, really struggling in for okay. some reason. Yep. Which, usually, I really like rut, so I don't really know why I struggled so bad. Mm-hmm. But I think I was, like, rushing too much. Sure, sure. Um, like standing it up and just doing stupid stuff like that. Right. Um, Red Bud, which moto was it? You had a? Do you have a mechanical? Uh, I didn't have a mechanical. I uh, I landed in a hole before the finish line, like off that single. Yep. And it like knocked my. It like started to wash my front end, and then it caught the next hole. Mm-hmm. And I smashed my nuts on the gas. That cap. was it. Okay. Well, it's sort of mechanical. I.e. Yeah, nuts. It, it's like. <laughs> I mean, if anyone has, like, hit their gas cap with their nuts, like, they know it's pretty difficult to ride. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So, I don't know. And actually, the first moto, I think I was in 14th or 15th, and uh, a lapper, I don't know if he thought I was passing him for position, but he, like, started racing me. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. And our, <laughs> and our lines came together, and I ended up going down. So that's why Oldenburg passed me the last lap. Right. Um, yeah, that's three straight three straight motos you got to be happy about and, and you know, coming along and, and learning some things and everything else, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's cool to, I mean, see some some guys that get paid pretty well, like, not be able to catch me. Right. Or, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a good feeling for sure. So I think it's a good step in the right direction. Um, sure. yeah, I went over, I talked to Tyler Keefe. I'm like, Hey, look, Jerry's riding pretty good. If you need a guy, that team's been a disaster this year with injuries. I'm like, he's on a KTM, you know, just take a look. So uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I've, I tried with Tyler all year and I was, I was actually like in the talks of it during Supercross, but Cantrell came back. Yep. So that was kind of the end of that. Um, you know, I, I think I would be a good fit there cause I've rode, their factory bike before doing a photo shoot for monocross action uh-huh. and dude that thing is so sick yeah oh yeah i can Honestly. imagine yeah it's factory like i've bike, never right? rode cone valve before but that stuff had like the 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 48 mil mm-hmm. cone valve stuff and yep. i was like man like 
not even fair. Right. Yeah, no, those guys know what they're doing over there, man. Um, hey, Supercross season for you. Uh, we talked before the season, like you said. Uh, you changed everything up. You spent a lot of time in California, uh, worked with a, a mental coach, got a trainer, um, really, you know, switched up almost everything you possibly could switch up in a program. And I feel like it paid off, Jerry. I mean, um, most of the mains and uh, running up front sometimes, again, with your um, speed that we all know you've had and we've talked about before, a successful Supercross season for you, I think. Yeah, I mean, all in all, I kind of held back all Supercross because in the past I have had, like, crashes in the whoops and, like, breaking some ribs and just, like, mm-hmm. like I, I've been able to ride through broken ribs, but it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I mean, in a Supercross track, if you mess up, you pretty much go down and break something usually like you get hurt and all season i kind of just like held back and got through it healthy mm-hmm. just to get the experience of it you know like doing the mains yeah running top 10 or top 15 wherever it was but um west coast was pretty stacked man there was a lot of fast guys like even pettis coming here he impressed me from yeah. last year to this year i was yep. like I was like, dang, dude, he really stepped it up. <laughs> he did, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I personally thought West was a little deeper mm-hmm. than East. Right. Are you but, Are you happy with the way it went, though? You good? Um, I'm happy that I went through it healthy. Okay. Um, not happy with the results because I definitely had more. But, like, mentally I just, like, accepted that I was going to get through the year and get the experience of it. Yeah. Yeah, don't get hurt, like, don't crash, right. Yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of regret doing that, too, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but I could have also not been able to race outdoors. Right. Well, between so. between the Supercross series and now this outdoor series, although it started off a little bit rough for you, um, yeah. you we've seen way more consistency from you than ever before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I'm fit. Yep. I got a lot more mentally stronger, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even like if I am suffering in a race, like it's easier for me to push through it. Like it doesn't bother me anymore, really. I'm a little worried so, about your little worried about your program, though, Jerry. Like you're you, you're driving, driving to uh, every race, dude. How's that, dude? It sucks so bad. <laughs> like I don't even ride during the week anymore. Yeah, I mean you're driving. You're you're driving your yeah. van everywhere. Yeah. So like before Southwick, I rode once. Before WW, I rode once. And before Redbud, I didn't ride. Yeah. All week. So, and I think I've rode twice since Redbud. Yeah. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Like, like, I still love it, but it's like, like, I try to save all, like, <laughs> my aggressiveness for race day. Right. The- it, it does make sense in the sense of, like, you know, you get excited to be out there, you're ready to go, you have full energy. Yeah. I mean, the, this. I just talked about this with a bunch of guys on my shows. This stretch of WW Ranch, Southwick, and Redbud. Holy shit, man! You want to talk about? Oh, dude, yeah, gnarly. yeah, like unbelievable hard on everybody. You know? Oh yeah, the track. Like honestly, Redbud was so gnarly to me. <laughs> I don't know about other people. Yeah, but I thought the track was so rough. Right. Like, and I don't know. I, I like, agree. Southwick. I got that a lot from people, but I think it was from because. There should have been no real reason for it. Um, I just think it was from the end of the three-week stretch. You guys were burnt, all of you guys. Yeah, you for know? sure. Um, so I, I do think people overdo it during the season. And that's one thing I've really learned this year Yep, is that 
I think I used to honestly, in a way, like overtrain with cycling. Mm-hmm. And I just like now I'm like never really fatigued in a way. Like I don't want to say I don't train, right? Because I do, but like during the season and week to week, I don't really do much. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, sometimes less is more for sure. Yeah. The uh, the driving though is is gnarly. Like, have you thought about? Uh, Ted Park's program, obviously, there's there's different levels of that, and you can go on the side where you don't got to wear fly and all that. Um, is it uh-huh. just too expensive? Is it just something that doesn't suit your deal? Or just... yeah, it's just too expensive. Mainly. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's still better to do even with gas and food and driving. It's still cheaper for you to do it on your own. In a way, yes. I don't know. I mean, I really only talked to him about going to Washougal. Yep. And he was like, honestly, I'm full, but any other round, like this, this, and this. But I was like, well, I mean, the last three rounds really aren't that bad of a drive. Yep. Yeah, you can do all that. Yeah, so it's not really – because I have a place in Pennsylvania that I stay at. Okay. And so from Pennsylvania for the last three, it's like easy drives. They're only like four or five hours. Right. So it's it's really not that bad, but – um, I'm skipping Washougal. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. So yeah, I can't see how you can make it, right? Yeah, I'll skip that one, which is nice because then I mean, then I get two weeks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, you'd be ready to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's tough, man. I, I mean, just the driving. You're driving through the night. Sometimes when you follow your Instagram stories, you're just leaving right after the race and 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 heading to Pennsylvania or heading to Millville or, or Minnesota or wherever. And dude, that's yeah. a that's a lot. I did that as a mechanic, uh, you know, as for a privateer mechanic, and I didn't have to race. And it's a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, like racing all day and then driving eight hours after a race. <laughs> home, like, yeah, honestly, the next two days you're like a zombie. You like don't even know what to do. Right, right. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, looking at your Instagram, I uh, I made a comment to you that place in Wisconsin. That's a sweet track, man. What's the deal with yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. And I just, like, decided to load up yesterday and go. Um, it's kind of – it's close to Millville, actually. Hmm. And it's kind of, like, the same – you know, it has a lot of elevation, some sand, a lot of ruts, stuff like that. Yesterday was pretty dry. Yep. But usually if it rains, that place is, like, really good for ruts. But but lately, me and Christian Craig have been riding. It's, uh, it's called – it's in Cambridge, Minnesota. Yep. And they um, they usually only have a public day, one day a week, where they have practice. But they've been letting me and Christian come out and do motos. So thanks to them, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you get to have like a rough track to ride. So that it's fun. that was one of the tracks I went to back in the in the eighties, Cambridge. It's been around that really? long. Yeah, yeah. I know my dad raced it growing up. It was his, it was his favorite track. Right. Um. Oh. Yeah. It was good. It was Cambridge, Kellogg, Elko did all those. Millville. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah all. that track's not around anymore. Right. So uh, how's it how's it going with Christian? Obviously, he's sitting it out for a little bit. He's going to wait to see this penalty he's got to do. That's a whole other uh, hour rant by me. Um, what a joke that is. But so he's not he's not racing right now. Uh, how's the speed? How is it for you to to race with a guy or ride with a guy like that? I mean, it's good, honestly. Like we push each other hard every day. Mm-hmm. Like it it's honestly fun. Yeah. So. And actually, like, uh, I'm in general, like, a pretty good sand rider. Mm-hmm. So, like, the last two times we went road sand, he's actually been chasing me. Yep. So that was, like, something new, which was good. 
And um, I mean, he's pumped on it. So I think it's good for both of us to kind of like, you know, I go a second faster than he matches it. And I'm like, I really don't know how I'm going to drop it again, but we find a way to do it. So, <laughs> so cool. it, it's been good. Yeah. Honestly. He, uh, yeah, he told a story on the pulp show. He went to Grantsburg one time and just got lapped. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I think it was the first month or two he was here in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Grantsburg. Have you rode there? Yeah, I have. I've been there a few times. Yeah. When I was, it was the first race in the spring and there was always snow on the track back Dude, in the woods. Is, Dude, that track is insane. It, it is. It really is. It reminds me of Gopher Dunes up in Canada. You yeah. Know? Like, I don't think they groom it. And then when the snow melts, they have the first race of the year. Yep. So the frost comes out of the ground and it just gets like way gnarlier. Yeah. No. It, so, yeah. yeah, I think he, he did get beat. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe he didn't get loud. Maybe I, yeah, but he got beat bad anyways at Grantsburg. He was telling me. Yeah. Um, he didn't, I don't think he raced. Uh, we left before the second moto. He was over. <laughs> <laughs> FX, like, dude. Yeah. FXR racing. Uh, designed by racers for racers. Use the code PulpMX30 at checkout to save with FXR, the official gear of Jerry Robin, as well as race tech suspension. Pulp19 is the code to save with motors and suspension work on uh, on those guys. Uh, get the same stuff that Jerry does on his KTM. Or Mike Alessi uses race tech and just went 1-1 up in the sand. Uh, so amazing uh, by those folks at race tech. They do great work. So please dial them in. Also brought to you by Skosh, Maxis, and Namira. Uh, technologies all on board with us. Uh, Maxxis Tires, MXST, AJ Cantonzaro running those uh, in Supercross. Uh, Namira Technologies, Pistons with an Attitude, and Skosh. Uh, we're going to give you a little uh, care package from the folks at Skosh, Jerry. They came on board the oh, show, so yeah, sweet. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get dialed in from the folks at Skosh, official uh, audio com- company of the Rockstar Energy Husky team. Um, so yeah, Supercross went well. Outdoors is doing well, and this weekend maybe Jerry. Like obviously you've 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 ridden Millville a ton. You've had good uh, laps at Millville. I don't know if you've ever put it together, but dude, this could be if you keep it up and keep your starts up and you pack your gate like Justin Cooper. This could be a, an all-time best national for you. Yeah, I mean honestly, the next four rounds, I plan on having a top ten finish. Like I know that's where I belong mm-hmm. and where I can be. So, which I feel like for what I have is very very good for the privateer setup and yeah. doing everything on my own. So um, I believe I'm capable of that and my bike's good enough for that. So um, I could see probably Millville, Unadilla and Ironman being really, really solid for me. I would say buds, but I've struggled there in the past. Have you? For whatever yeah. Reason. Yeah. Uh, it's funny when you look at guys and I, and I check this out a lot in the 250 class because uh, there's a ton of factory guys, a ton of guys making a lot of money and having really good motorcycles and all of that. Yourself, Nick Gaines, and Alves, Ramir Alves, you guys are going at it for straight privateer. Oh, I status. know. Like, it's fun to like, kind of like crush those factory guys. It's fun. I, like, I've actually thought about it. Like us three, we've really like stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gaines and has it, been really good lately, man. Yeah, I don't know what's gone into him because like the first <laughs> two rounds he struggled pretty bad. Yeah, like worse than me. Yeah. And then now he's gotten like a 10th a moto finish and stuff like that. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Like, what got into you? I don't know. So, yeah. I don't know. He's been riding really well. And, and Alves, too. Is un- I feel Alves is an underrated rider. I don't know much about yeah, the he kid. Is. He's underrated, though, man. He's up there a lot. He's he's yeah, fighting, he, you know? So He's really fit. So I think, um, like, really hot days, he's solid. 
Uh, I mean, honestly, us three, we really kind of stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Even Moran's. Moran's really stepped it up from last year, too. Yeah, Moran's has been, um, I was looking here the other day, yeah, uh, four of the last five motos in the points for, for Kevin Moran's, which I don't know if he ever got a point last year. No, I don't think he did. Right. So yeah. I remember watching him last year, riding with him, and, you know, it wasn't like any big deal to kind of get around him. And now this year, I'm like, dang, dude, he's got some fire in him. Yeah. No, it's good to see. And, and it's tough to do. And this also takes me back to, you know, I, again, I don't have 30 minutes to rant and rave about. I can't believe some of these teams and these kids that, that have full-time jobs are making 100, 150K. I can't believe how tired they get, and I can't believe the results they're getting. I don't. Oh, I know. It, like, I don't know, man. Like, it would just be kind of interesting to see what, like, let's say me, Alves, and Gaines would do with, like, our attitudes right now, full training, and, like, a solid off season. Yeah. I think we would, honestly, all three be fighting for really, really good positions. So it's kind of just a team taking a chance. and. Mm-hmm. You know, but unfortunately, they rarely do that. I know because so. while well, they have, they have, they're 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 locked into thirteen and fourteen year olds right now. You know? Yeah, which is yeah. the problem. I think now is they're too focused on amateur racing, and I don't know if these amateurs get paid or if they just do. Some like of them assets. do. Oh yeah, some of them do. Or or like what the deal is, but like they've kind of killed amateur racing. <laughs> well, I think what it is is you. You, you win the lottery when you're 12 or 13 by being selected by one of these teams, and now your bike is always better than everybody else's. Oh, um, yeah. You know, so you're pulling whole shots all the time. You're riding these four-lap qualifiers outside of Loretta's, of course. You're riding these four-lap races. You're dominating these four-lap races. Your bike is better. There's about four or five other kids with super bikes, and you guys all race each other. But meanwhile, there's a Shane McElrath or, or somebody like that back in the field, and, and they, don't, they don't have the bike or the program, but they're they're hungry. They're they're better riders, but you never get a chance to see it. You know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, honestly. Like watching Loretta's now or whatever. Like I don't want to say the competition looks weak, but it's because there's like four or five like super kids. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. just get bred into like professional athletes. I guess at twelve years old. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of weird because it wasn't like that when I grew up. Like it just seems like. Yeah, you really no. You had to earn your years. rides. Yeah, you had to earn your rides. Now kids are stepping in with two, three year deals before they yeah, have done anything. Like, you know, I don't know if it's because dad has money or no. What, what, what's the kid? I, I don't, don't know. think it's that. I think it's um, you know somebody Geico starts grabbing kids at fifteen yeah. and fourteen, and then Yamaha's like, well, we don't have fourteen or fifteen year olds, so let's grab the thirteen year old, and then Cowie <laughs> comes in and says, let's grab the twelve year old. To, or even the nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it starts getting this competition among the OEMs to yeah. grab these kids, and they're grabbing kids that they don't really like. Years ago, and it's not a slam on PJ Larson or Darren Durham, but uh, ten years ago, they won the Horizon Award at Loretta's. Uh, they were the be- they tied for the Horizon Award winner. They were the best riders of the week. Now yeah. they both had good results here and there in the pro career, but they never Durham won a race, so you know that's awesome, but. They never reached the potential. They never did anything like they were supposed to. But they won these Horizon Award winner. Well, sometimes, like, someone has to win the Horizon Award winner every year. It doesn't mean you're elite. It doesn't yeah. mean you deserve all this, these, these rides in the bikes. You just happen yeah. to, your, your, your age year isn't as strong as the other ones. It, 
Yeah. You know, but I think the the thing is now is everyone's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just grabbing that kid because he won the Horizon Award or or he won this race. But dude, sometimes some of these OEMs should just be like, hey, we don't like this class of 13 year olds. I don't feel there's an elite Barsha Canard in here. Yeah, like dominant, right. dominant kid. We're not grabbing them. We're not taking them in. You know, but they don't they don't do that. They just like ah, let's grab the top 12 year olds. Who cares how actual good they are? You know. Yeah. So. That's my rant. Like everything changes when you get older. Like your body changes, yeah. And you could just like not work out. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, like some of these kids just don't end up being that guy. I wanted to make this more about you, Jerry, but you got me into a rant. So oh no, I mean I think about it a lot too. (laughs) Trust me, because like even like I hate to throw it out there, but Derek Drake, like I've watched the kid, and even during the week, like he smoked me before. Yeah, practicing. Yep. Like in a spring lap. But it's so much different. And I've even learned it too since I went pro. Like it's just night and day different. It, it really is. And and I talked to Randy Lawrence the other day who's training Derek and he said he can't catch up. He's getting – he can't catch up to the pro program because it's week in and week out and week in and week out. And he's not yeah, even I – mean, you know. And, you're almost better off being a little like underprepared but not overtrained yep. for the weekend and yep. like suffering a little bit instead of being fatigued. Yeah. Like, no, I don't know. Uh, no, I agree, man. And, and uh, you know, you hate to bring up the Cantrells and Bailey's and, and Derek Drake's because they're getting picked on and I get it. But man, like someone missed the mark with these kids because, you know, they're not doing what their salary slash bike says they should be. But yeah, here's the thing though. And I told Zane Merritt this, Jerry, is that, you know, he was, he's also like you know, wondering what he's got to do to catch some eyes and this and that. And, and, you know, you can't, you can't be super bitter and be like, oh, I deserve this and I deserve that. You need to, and I'm not saying you are, I'm just saying you can't be like that. I feel like you have to just put your, your nose to the grindstone and try your balls off. And if someone notices, someone notices you, but to walk around with like, screw this sport and screw that guy and, you know, yeah, you you, can't do that. You can't, you can't be like that. So exactly. Like the. The moment you do that is when you go backwards. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? Um, now, so. now you can smile inside your helmet when you blow by one of these kids for sure. You deserve that, oh, yeah. but awesome. but 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 you can't be like, oh, screw that guy. You know, just just you know, gotta you gotta just keep be humble and keep working hard, and oh, yeah. someone will notice you. So, um, or even like last, second moto at Southwick, Bailey passed me with like five minutes to go, mm-hmm. and I, I was suffering. Like the first moto, I ran eighth. 10th whatever and i like really pushed it and then even the second moto i think i was running sixth and dude i was i was like getting dizzy and stuff like i don't really <laughs> have like a good way to cool down between uh-huh. motor. yeah and it was hot like i'm not gonna lie i was sitting on the line <laughs> in the second moto and i was like dude i'm like not feeling so hot yeah, yeah. so like 12 minutes in i started dropping anchor but when bailey passed me I was like, dude, I could get him back. Like, I know he's not <laughs> yeah. And I think I got him back with two to go or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, a good feeling, I guess. But, sure. Yeah. I mean, he's also had some pretty solid motos, too. Yeah, absolutely. No, I so, just think he, you know, and I, 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 he's in his second year, so it's not necessarily, you don't necessarily want to give up on a kid or, or anything else, you know? Yeah. But, but I, I will say for, like, kids that get to train with either Rattray or be at Bakers and yeah. be around guys that win – constantly they like i don't know like usually you i would say excel faster right right maybe i yep. don't know yep 
Um, yeah, you know, you learn a lot, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, hey, so I don't know. Obviously, it's too early to talk about next year. Um, you know, you hope you want to get a ride. You want to, you hope you can get something that can pay some expenses, you know, uh, you know, one of the AJ Husky rides or, or even better TLD or anything like that. How do you, I guess you just start making phone calls, huh, Jerry, and seeing what you can do because you can't keep privateering it or at least you don't want to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't want to. Like this year actually took a lot out of me. Mm hmm. And I am kind of excited for Iron Man to be over <laughs> in a way, just yeah. to like fully take like two weeks off and be like, ah, I can like right. not go cycling or do bike work or something, <laughs> you know, just that's something I am looking forward to in a mm-hmm. way. But, um, obviously there's still like business to take care of, but, um, I, I've talked to Jeff from Geico. He's full. Um, I think TLD's full already. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've like contracted yeah. guys already, like McAdoo or apparently Oldenburg. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of up in the air. I just want to go out in the next four rounds that I'm doing. Yep. And killing it, and that's all I can do, really. You've ridden some different brands. Do you want to stay on KTM if you can? If you had to do um, it on your own, are you back on KTM? If I do it on my own, I'm 100 percent back on KTM. Yep, yep. I wish they would give me some support. Right, of course, <laughs> but, yeah. But they won't. I don't know why. They, like, I can't even get a parts allowance, which is kind of surprising. But um, yeah, I'll be on KTM again. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I love them. Right. Would you would you keep your same program heading out west and staying out there? Yeah. Yeah. It worked for you, man. It really did. Yeah, I would I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, I think it was a nice change for you, and we talked about that in our in our preseason podcast about changing things up. And so, how much Pulp MX Fantasy shit talk have you gotten, Jerry? Has it been better for you? I imagine oh, it has been. Way better, actually. When like if I do have a bad race, it seems like some people defend me now, so that's good. <laughs> in a way, it's good because. Us, we, and we've gone over this before, but we talk about you. We see your practice times. We see where you run. And so we talk about your skill and your speed. And then it hasn't always happened. This year has been better than ever for you. So let me get that out of the way. But it hasn't always worked out. And, you know, but I guess in a way, like, that's still better than not talking about you and not noticing you at all. Yeah, 100%. Right. I think so. Yeah. Because, like, before it was because I would qualify like 10th or 11th. And people would be like, dude, who is this kid? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd suck. But then now, like, I've kind of stepped away from the raw speed. Yep. And got way more consistent. Mm-hmm. And I might qualify 15th or 16th now, which right. doesn't look as good. But it's <clears throat> all year I've just been trying to, like, get through the year and be solid. Yeah. Like, I, I want to learn how to be, like, that solid guy instead of the fast guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, crashes um is the mental coach helped you with that a little bit yeah 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 definitely just to be like like, hey you don't need to you don't need to just uh i guess go balls out all the time is that kind of yeah 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 there's like no need for it really right like what's it gonna do for you if you can go faster one lap like right teams don't care yeah 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 you know well what teams do care if you can lead or be top three or five for four or five laps that, yeah, definitely. That's Which I, yeah. I'm capable of that. I believe I so. That. I think you are. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right. <laughs> situation. Well, All I could do is keep getting good starts uh-huh. and 
drawing the motos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I wish someone like Bobby Hewitt or something would like take a chance. Cause he does seem like the type to do that. But cause I believe with like a full off season prep, staying healthy with actually testing would like make me night and day, like just more confident. So oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see myself being a top five guy with that, honestly. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, you just got to keep working at it and, you know, trying to just keep grinding away, like you said, just kind of keep running up front, getting those starts, making those guys notice you. Yeah, exactly. That's how I can do right. it. So, so the, yeah. the Pulp MX fantasy talk has turned mostly positive to you at the races? Yeah. Good. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, it's finally not like – Telling me I should quit. Yeah. <laughs> stuff, yeah. Like that. stuff like that. Right. So that's good. Uh, FXR Racing, uh, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast with Jerry Robin. Which FXR stuff do you like? I, I think I like the – is it gray and flow yellow or is it black and flow yellow? I like that look on a KTM. Yeah, it's the black, black. with gray logos. Kinda. Yep. It's like a grayish white logo mm-hmm. with neon. Yeah. I love that stuff. That's that's the stuff I like the best on a KTM. Yeah, I think it looks, it looks so good. good on a KTM. And it's easy. But it's, hot. it's easy to find you too. Yeah, but it's just hot. Yeah. On like, but for Millville, we're getting uh, 2020 stuff. Oh, are you? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to release that for us to show off a little bit. Coming up this weekend. Um, yeah. How are you? How are you getting your motor serviced and suspension done by Race Tech on the road? Or how much do you get it done? Or do, do you send it back, or do those guys look after you, or are you one of those guys that's just running it, Jerry? Uh, <laughs> kind of ran it. Like, oh, boy. Um, so my race bike, I went 40 hours on a top end. <laughs> I just rebuilt it before Red Bud. Okay. And, dude, the piston came out, like, brand new. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then my practice bike, I did a rebuild at 35 hours, and then just at 70 hours, we did a top and bottom end. Mm-hmm. And I finally put a new clutch in that at 70 hours. What? Yeah, dude. They last forever. Jesus, dude. Literally, like, yeah. I ran it all through Supercross, the stock one that came in the bike when I bought it. Wow. Yeah, they're I, insane. I'm blown away. And you're and you're yeah. obviously not abusing it. You're riding it in, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, I ride the KTM pretty hard because it's like they don't – I don't want to say they don't have bottom end, but a lot of their power is up top. Yep. So I do ride it on the – close to the rev limiter more than i normally would mm-hmm. so i am kind of hard on it but i mean they're good jeez they they're put, good bikes i should put you in an ad for for hard parts i know it's mm-hmm. actually surprising that people have had issues with them because mm-hmm. i haven't had one thing go wrong with both of my bikes right um, so oh, i've either good. gotten really lucky yeah. or they're actually good and people just don't do maintenance right right i don't know yeah one of the two right <laughs> yeah because i mean i'm pretty like meticulous to a certain extent are you doing the work yourself are you working on these things yourself yeah i do everything do you really yeah you can do a top and a bottom end come on uh i can do a top end i've never done a bottom end okay Uh, my buddy brandon he owns a motor company in ohio yep and he helped me with the bottom end and top end with because i just brought both my bikes there and yeah yeah. so but But, i've done top ends but you've done top ends wow good job yeah check you out Yeah. Uh, good. Good job. <laughs> Mechanic, rider, driver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It's good. No, it's impressive, man, for sure. Do you uh, do you get hotel rooms or do you sleep in your van? I get hotels. Yeah. Dude. It's not. 
it's worth the hundred bucks a night. It, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, sure. I mean, I know we don't get paid shit really, but right. I mean, it's worth it to me to actually sleep good. How's the KTM contingency outdoors? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think twenty first through fortieth is four hundred bucks. Oh wow! Okay. So and then from there it goes up to like six hundred, seven hundred. Is that per moto? No. No just overall. overall. Yep, overall. So no. it's two sixty to enter, two fifty to enter. Uh, yeah, but yeah. if you're late, three hundred. Oh yeah, I know, right? Um, so <laughs> two two fifty to enter. Uh, you're making four hundred. That you're making one fifty plus a little bit of purse money, not much. Yeah, you're still coming out on the negative side though, Jerry. <laughs> oh, it's it's always negative. Right. It's do 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 I need to call Andy about your FXR bonus program? Do we got to make it better? Maybe for next year. Okay, well I'll do that. Come on, Andy. Yeah. Stop being it's cheap. It's pretty solid. I mean, it's not bad. It's Good. just like yeah. going from Canada to, to here, it takes a while, too, to get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it takes a couple of weeks. Let me get on Andy White. We'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call Andy up. Yeah, Carson out. Brown and uh, and Andy White. Come on, get on it. Pay Jerry some yeah. money. Pay Jerry some money. Um, well, awesome. Hey, man, so we were texting a little bit this week. You'd be up for being the Pulpamex rider for straight rhythm. I'm down for sure. Okay, it's not an 85, though, Jerry. That's fine. I'm glad it's not because that would be fair. <laughs> I'm glad it's not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be fine if you could actually make the suspension stiff. Yeah. But I, I, I don't, don't think, think there's a way. I don't think there is either. Yeah. Uh, we had Ramit last year, McAdoo. He did okay. Uh-huh. So we'll see. And would it be the same bike? No. No, that bike. They sold that bike. To, is it somewhere in North Carolina? Yamaha sold that bike. Oh, okay. But But I work with Yamaha, so you'd have to ride a Yamaha. You're okay with that. Oh yeah, I I won Loretta's on a YZ250. <laughs> I like that. When you told me that, it got me very excited. Yeah. Um, two strokes uh, more my thing. Right, sure. right. So we might we could maybe do something. The Jerry Robin Pulpamex collab for straight rhythm. Um, <laughs> I, I got to get an, a big bore kit because those jackasses at KTM are, are running like 350s or whatever. So yeah, that, that's a little. Yeah, that's that pissed me off. Um, we'll figure something out though. That could work, Jerry. We'll we'll talk down the road. But maybe yeah, yeah. if you're free, I'm gonna, I'm doing it again. That might be that'd be a good thing. Yeah, we can talk to Andy about the bonus program. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk to Andy about the bonus program, 100%. So um, that's awesome, man. Well, hey, Jerry, thank you for doing the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Thanks to Maxis, uh, Namira, and Skosh for coming on board, of course, as well. Thanks to Skosh for hooking Jerry up with a, some sort of a speaker headphone package for doing this podcast. And uh, it's for those long nights uh, while you're driving. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man. Hey, good job at Southwick. Good job at Redbud. You're running top tens. You're getting better. Supercross season was good. I love to see it, Jerry. Uh, uh, as much as sometimes you frustrate me with your speed, uh, I've been very happy this year with your progress and and everything else, man. I, I'm really I'm stoked for you, man. I'm happy for you. You're still roughing it. It's not like you've made it by any means, but I'm glad things are going better for you for sure. Oh, thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. I'm glad things are going better, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if, if somebody's listening to this and Jerry, you see Jerry in the van, go go say hi to him and uh, and say hi and cheer him on. Uh, yeah. Fantastic, Jerry. Thanks for doing this, man. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you down the road. All right. Thanks, Steve.